Hey love, my name is Brittany Pollard and you are now rocking with the Everyday Intentions podcast, your source for real conversation centered around stepping into your personal power one intention at a time. This podcast is all about owning our voice, taking up space, expressing ourselves and moving through life at our own pace. You are invited to the magic. So let's roll. What is up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Intentions podcast. My name is Brittany Pollard, and I am the host of the show. And I am so, so happy and so excited to bring you yet another banger episode on this show. Today, I'm going to be talking about the seeds of manifestation. And to me, manifestation requires four parts. And in this episode, I go into the different four parts and I also give very clear examples of where I have manifested in my own life. And I'm really excited to share this because if you have been tuned in to what I've been doing for a while, it's really giving people permission to be in the driver's seat of their own experience and really tap into their own wisdom, play in their own magic, really create the lives that they want to live on their terms. And this is a part of that manifestation is a huge part of us just growing and evolving and changing and I really love this episode because it breaks it down into the tangibles and y'all know I'm all about those tangible pieces when it comes to creating any type of change in our lives and I firmly believe that we all have magic within us in order to manifest whatever it is that we want so tune into this one it's going to be a great one it's going to be such a great one I'm so so proud of this one And I also want to remind you all that in the next coming weeks, I am going to be doing a Dare to Dream workshop. It is an online workshop that really opens up the channel for you to get into these seeds of manifestation and create practical steps and action steps for you to be able to manifest what it is that you want. We are really going to be working based off of the seeds of manifestation to really not only plant, but create how we're going to grow and receive the things that we want in life. So that is happening on May 23rd. That is a Saturday. It's going to be happening at 10 a.m. PST is from 10 to noon. So come spend a few hours with your girl, really being in the magic of community, talking about uplifting and empowering ourselves. And we're going to be doing some sound healing and we're going to be really, really being in the energy of what it is that we want to create in this world. So It is aligned with the new moon in Gemini also. So if you know anything about the Dare to Dream workshops, they are going to all be aligned with the energy of the new moon. So I'm really excited to bring those energies in as well. And it's going to be a good time. So y'all come hang out, come get some inspiration, come get some empowerment, come get some really clear, 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 clear goals as far as what you want to create. And we're going to do it, (laughs) y'all. We're going to do it. I was watching a interview uh, the other day, and it was with Charlemagne the God, who is a radio host, a radio DJ, and he was interviewing Deepak Chopra. And Chopra was really saying how this pandemic that we're all in is actually the perfect time to be in those creative energies, that creative flow, because it's giving us space to, and I understand this may not be everyone's situation, so I do want to put that out there. But for those of us who have the privilege to have safety and have space to think and create, this is 
the time. This is a time to look forward to the future. This is a time to recreate new structures. And as I'm recording this, I believe Saturn is actually about to go into retrograde. And I just got off a call with one of my amazing friends who was talking all about this and really talking about how, well, actually this week, (laughs) three planets are going into retrograde, but Saturn is what governs structure and rules and you know, big decisions in our lives. And with us going into retrograde, it's really a time for us to assess where there are structures in our lives that are not working for us, that are not pushing us onto that path of healing. So this is a perfect time to really settle into that energy. And I'm just like, the way this stuff is all lining up is so wild to me. So I'm really excited to create this offering. So it's a two hour online workshop Wanted it to be in person, but of course, given the state of times that we're in, we're going to move online and we're going to be talking about manifestation, how to manifest. We're going to be doing sound healing. We're going to be doing meditations. We're going to have creative conversation and we're going to create our own action steps to generate energy around what it is that we want and to receive it. So I would love, 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 love to have you at the workshop and also every single ticket purchase is going to go to a nonprofit here in Compton, California called Color Compton. And they are collecting money to help families who have been impacted by COVID. So I love this. This is all a part of what I'm about. You come be healed and your donation is a donation-based event creates healing space for others. So we're just keeping that energy of love flowing and we're going to keep it going. So come through Dare to Dream. The theme is Clear Vision Inspired Action happening on May 23rd at 10 to 12. All right, y'all, let's get into this episode. What is up, my people, my free thinkers and my change makers? Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Intentions podcast, y'all. My name is Brittany Pollard, and I am your host of the show, and here we talk all about change, growth, transformation, and overall self-discovery and improvement through small, daily, intentional thoughts and actions. We're all about owning our voices, reclaiming our spaces, and living a life that feels true and authentic to what we want. And here we're also real about that process because healing and growth ain't always cute, y'all. You know this. <laughs> For those of you who have been on your journey, you know that it's not all sunshine and butterflies. But we can't get anywhere without going through the trenches, right? We cannot do that. So we are here to shine a big ass light on those trenches and create our own maps to push through them. So today on the show, I want to talk all about manifestation, and it is one of my favorite subjects to talk about, and I know that it's a popular word thrown all around the internet in social circles, and it's up in your favorite cafes, it's like literally everywhere, (laughs) but it's also something that is very real and something that I want you to know is also accessible to you as well. Because, you know, for a long time, I thought manifestation was just this buzzword that a lot of people used to really cover up their privilege. And I had a hard time seeing the truth of it. And I would just look at what people were saying about it and think, well, 
of course you got that stuff. You know, you were born with money or you always had privilege or you've always had access. And, you know, I was just really pushing it on them. Like you've always had X, Y, Z and a third and you've always had it easier. Just, you know, always, always, always. Right. While some of that may be entirely true, and it is for a lot of folks, that's not always the case. And so what I was really doing underneath all of that was rejecting the notion that manifestation was available for me too. And by projecting my beliefs about who was capable of manifesting, I mean, I was cutting my own shit off, you know? And it wasn't until I mustered up the faith to really challenge those beliefs and really learn how to work with manifesting. It wasn't until I did that that I started to see how things were changing in my life. And I started to see how things started appearing around me. And when I really tuned in and paid attention to that stuff, it started blowing my mind. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, look at this. Look at this coming to life. Look at this coming to fruition. And so looking at those situations really gave me enough evidence to be like, okay, this is real. It is really happening. And I'm really calling this stuff in and, you know, to keep it 100, because I'm always honest with y'all, I am still working around how I feel about the term being blasted around in healing circles. But if you know me, you know that I'm all about sharing tangible stories and I'm all about empowering people to invite more magic into their lives. I mean, the goal here is to heal, is to grow, is to transform and I don't want to continue to block my own shit. And I certainly don't want y'all to do that either. So in this episode, I'm really going to share the foundations of manifestation. And I'm going to give you some stories of how I've seen manifestation work in my own life. My hope is that from this episode, you really reflect on the things you've called in. You know, you may have some stuff around you that you didn't even realize you called in right? Because you weren't open to it. And I really want to just provide a space for us to get clear on what on the foundations of it and then also just see how it's worked in our own lives. Like I said earlier, you know, healing with healing and manifesting isn't always roses and fairies. Sometimes we manifest shit. We manifest bullshit in our lives too, There is a lot of stuff that happens beyond our control, but there are some situations that I believe we completely manifest because of where our thoughts, beliefs, and actions are at. And that can really vary depending on our socioeconomic status, like, you know, our income, our education, how we were raised, and how much access we had to different things in life. And, you know, that the mindset behind that is a super deep conversation. But I do want to acknowledge that as we pull in positive growth, we can also pull in toxic situations. And once again, you know, sometimes this stuff can happen unconsciously. But for this episode, I really want us to focus on manifestation, viewing it from the lens of what we want to call in, what we want to create in our lives and calling on that magic source so we can really start to take those visions of what we want out of our minds and see them happening in the real world. 
So to kick this baby off, I'm going to share what I like to call the seeds of manifestation, because I believe that anytime we're trying to call in something different or something new into our lives, we really need to sow certain seeds in order to invoke any type of change. And if you look at life as a garden, which I love to, because I just believe nature teaches us so much. And I mean, I can talk about the ocean all day, but, you know, a garden is something that we all can really relate to. But if you want to grow anything, you have to plant the seeds first, right? The fruit can't go grow. The trees can't grow. The vegetables can't grow. Nothing can grow without a seed being planted. So we plant our seeds. We care for them. We nurture them. We water them. And as we're doing that, They are digging deeper down into the earth to become more solid so that they can sprout up and bear the fruits and, you know, bear the shade and bear the vegetables and all the things that we need to continue to nurture the outside world. So the seeds of manifestation is really, really important to me. And the concept of it all comes from a book that I read called Earth Power by Scott Cunningham. Because in the book, he talks about the necessities of performing effective magic and the same rules apply to manifestation because, I mean, manifestation is a result of magic, right? These are things that he said that I'm like, okay, I can see that and there's more that I can add to that. So I encourage you to check out that book, check out his method, check out the way that he views things because what he's saying is very, very true and very, very real. So I really shifted that into what I believe works. Um, But I always want you to tune into what is right for you and follow your own guidance. That goes without saying for every single episode on this on this show, you know, is for you to take the information that we are sharing and integrate it into your own world and keep what sticks and let go of what doesn't. The purpose of Everyday Intentions is for you to intentionally create on your terms. So if you want to stick with some of these seeds of manifestation, if you want to check out Scott Cunningham's book, if you're like, fuck all that shit she talking about, I don't believe in none of that, that's your choice too. You know, honor yourself and where you're at. This is merely an invitation. So let's go ahead and get into these seeds, y'all. The first thing you need to have or you need to connect to in order to manifest is your vision. Vision, vision, vision is everything. Getting super clear on what you want and what you want to call in or what you want to create in your life. I mean, there is a reason why you want something different and why you want to call something in. So getting solid in your vision is so important. Vision is the most powerful tool that we have because we are all creators. You know, we were created to create. And so it's not just about visually seeing things with your eye out into the world. It's about, it's honestly about seeing it in your mind first and getting specific as fuck. The universe or source or God or whatever you believe in really responds to specifics. So the more tuned in we are, the more open our channel is to call in what we desire. And I really want you to really, really hone in on this concept of before anything is created in the outside world, in the external world, 
everything starts in the mind. If you are listening to this podcast with some headphones, the concept for that headphone started in somebody's brain or your phone. The concept for that phone started in someone's brain and probably hundreds and thousands of other others' brains to really get this cohesive device that can do whatever we want it to do. So once you get into that, I mean, your car, your shoes, your clothes, you know, if you got a, a hair tie in your hair, your scarf, your do-rag, whatever it is, all of that started in someone's mind before it was created and produced in the world. It really takes us having that vision and holding it, even if it seems impossible, especially if it seems impossible to other people, <laughs> you know, you really have to hold on to that vision and not give in to the limits. When you create your vision, you really want to vision it as in a way of where you cannot fail. Whereas it's going to happen, right? Like is everything, if everything you want is possible and there was no fear or limitation, that's the place that you want to create your vision from. And if you don't know exactly what your vision is, and that is okay, but I encourage you to really workshop with the idea of what you want. Because sometimes it's not that you don't know what you want. More often than not, people know what they want. They're just afraid to have it because they're afraid of who they need to be to get it or they're afraid of what's going to happen in their life once they get it. They're afraid of the responsibilities that might come with it, the sacrifices that might come with it. Like all of those get clogged up in the vision and then the vision will disappear. Or sometimes, you know, there's responsibilities and you don't have time or you tell yourself you don't have time to really sit and anchor in your vision. So I encourage you to really workshop with this idea and just play around, you know, get back to playing with exploring and thinking about what are the things that you wanted as a kid? You know, what did you grow up saying? I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And I went through a hospital program in high school. I can't think of what the name, the name it was right now. Damn. No, I can't think of the name it was. But y'all, when I had to do that program where we were literally sitting in with nurses and doctors and you know, I was seeing people get vaginal ultrasounds, like pregnant women going through that. And I saw this one guy get fluid taken out of his back. And I kid you fucking not, this man had about five jars, like giant ass jars of fluid taken out of his back. And so seeing that stuff made me queasy as fuck. And like, <laughs> Going through that program was the thing that made me say it's a no for me, dog, because every time I went into a hospital to observe, I would get queasy and I would feel like I'm going to faint and I couldn't talk. I was like sweating. I just like, but I never said that I wanted out of it. I just like suffered <laughs> in silence. That was my vision until I had that experience. And I'm like, that's actually not the goal. But not to say that's for you. I want you to go back and just really think about what are those things that you loved as a kid. I mean, as a kid, I, want, I also wanted to be a marine biologist. And I knew that I had a love affair with the ocean back when I was like fucking 10, 12. I'm not a marine biologist, but I still love the ocean. But I'm just saying, you know, just saying this just to say 
that I implore you to play around because for some of y'all that might not ring true anymore, but some of y'all might be like, oh my gosh, I have always wanted to be a dancer. I have always wanted to be an actress. I have always wanted to be a writer. I have always wanted to be a journalist or a news anchor, right? There's something that our souls are drawn to before we can truly understand what it is. And I feel like that is our truth, especially growing up. So take some time to play in that and see if it still interests you and allow yourself to wander in it. And it's not a process that you need to have figured out within an hour, you know, but really marinate in it. Take some time every morning, every day, maybe 10, 15 minutes, right? To sit and just think of what it is that you like, what it is you enjoy, and what it is that you would like to create, and then follow that excitement. So step one is getting clear on your vision and connecting to your vision and write it down. Write it down, write out your vision. My coach actually had me do this a couple weeks ago where she was like, I want you to really anchor into the vision that you have for your life. And For yourself, my coach had me do this where she had me really focus on every single sector of my life and create a vision. And I'm not saying that you have to get that wild with it. I'm just saying that, you know, it could, it doesn't even have to be a profession. It could be like a car or a home or something, but really hone in on what you want it to be and allow yourself to wildly dream with no limits, no fears, no nothing just as if it is happening and you're getting clear in what you want and y'all know I stand for writing when you write something down it's a declaration to the universe to me you know just like when you create a contract and you sign it that makes it real so write it down 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 so number one is to really connect to your vision or create your vision and get solid on that. Now, the next thing you need to do is generate energy around your vision. Energy, 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 y'all. You know, the energy that we carry is just as, I feel like it's actually more powerful than our vision because, well, no, they're equal. But the energy is, you know, energy is the source of all things. It's the source of all life. I mean, everything is made of energy and it extends way far beyond what we can see. I mean, mentally and physically. I actually looked up the definition of energy because I was like getting hella extra and nerdy because I can't help it. That's just who I am when it comes to the science of things. (laughs) I got a little carried away when creating this podcast episode and I was like, come on, Brittany, we got to bring it back. Energy, the definition of it is a force that can neither be created nor destroyed. And so it can only be transferred or changed from one form to another. And that's according to the law of conservation. So the energy that you bring to your vision is the fuel that is going to propel it. And... When you look at our emotions, they're also just energy. The Latin derivative for the word emotion breaks down to literally meaning energy and motion. I think the word 
I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't know because I didn't research it, but I think it might be emotere, but it literally means energy in motion, emotion, energy in motion. So how we feel about something goes beyond our physical bodies. It actually permeates out into the atmosphere in the universe. And so I don't want to take us <laughs> too far, but I want to give you this because it's a real example of how you may see how energy works in your own life. Let's just talk about working out because as a formal personal trainer, I mean, this is what comes to my top, the top of my mind always. For me, it's just like always that first place to go. When you, I mean, even as a personal trainer, right? There's a lot of the times where I don't work out, didn't want to work out. You know, I said, I'm busy, I'm tired, I'm sore, I don't have time. I mean, like all the things come up. And sometimes I can spend hours ruminating on this activity that I know I fucking need, right? I know I need it. I know I want it. I know I love it, but I'm pushing it back and prioritizing other stuff. And so what allows me to make that shift is by connecting to what's on the other side of it, connecting to the energetic feeling on the other side of it. So thinking about how I want to feel once that workout is over. And I know that when I work out, I feel refreshed. I feel energized. I'm happy. I feel accomplished. I feel prepared. I mean, like nothing and no one can fuck with me after a workout. You know, it could just be the dopamine <laughs> in my brain, but I know that that is how I'm going to feel. So we have this ability to tune into that energy and create that feeling inside of us before it even happens. And that is what pushes me to get up and get going. And so it's the same thing with manifestation. It's like we have to connect to the energy of the vision that we want to create, even if it's something we don't physically have yet. And I hope that this is making sense. And I hope that you try this out and see how it works for you, really connecting to like how you're going to feel after you accomplish something, how you're going to feel after, you know, you get that job, how you're going to feel after you create that business, how you're going to feel after you connect with that client, that dream client, that's amazing. How are you going to feel when you're in that relationship that you want, you need and not you need, but that you want and deserve, right? How are you going to feel after going for that jog or, you know, whatever it is, whatever your vision is, connecting to how you're going to feel while you're in it and how you're going to feel while you have it and really allowing that to be your source. Because the more energy that we create around something, the more we begin to attract it into our lives too. On a podcast episode, I think it's episode 19, my friend Olivia was talking about the law of attraction and actually talking about this stuff and how when we generate energy towards something, it, it's, we're like magnets, right? It comes our way. So connect to your vision or create your vision. Generate the energy around it, the vibes that you want to feel. And then the next step is to really claim it with confidence and say, this is mine. You know, you want to act as if, okay? Act as if, act as if, act as if. Act as if it's already yours 
and it's already happening. Speak as if it's already happening. Speak it into existence. Don't be shame of that. You know, I used to be afraid of talking about things that I didn't have because I felt like a fraud, right? Like, who am I to be talking about this stuff and I don't have it yet? Until I started to see how powerful that was. I'm telling y'all, I'm a doubter through and through, child. I'm a doubter through and through until I try something and I'm like, holy moly, it actually works. So claim it with confidence. Act like it's already yours. Act like it's already happening. Speak it into existence. Feel the energy of it and express gratitude for it like you have it already. I mean, gratitude is another emotion, which is another form of energy, right? But really stepping into that confidence that that vision came to you for a reason. And that right there is all the evidence you need to know that it's for you. Because we all have such different visions of what we want in this world. So claim it with confidence. It's yours. I, and this is another quick story, but um, a couple years ago, this was before I was really working a steady paying job. And when I was doing personal training and still needing, you know, help to supplement the bills and stuff, I would literally wake up. I think I read some book about it and I can't think of the book, um, but if I find it, I will link it in the show notes. Um, If it's not there, I didn't find it. But I read this book and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just try this out. So (laughs) I would wake up and I would go to my mailbox expecting money in it. I'm like, today's the day I get my check. And I woke up every single day (laughs) and I would say that. Today's the day I'm getting my check. I would tell my boyfriend, I'm going to go check the mailbox because my check is there. And I mean, like, time passed, right? And then I kid y'all, fucking not. I woke up, went to the mailbox, and I got some check for some type of refund or it was something. I can't remember what it was, but that was an example of where I just got this idea of like, somebody going to send me some money in the mail because I need it. You know, and I was like, today's the day I get my check. And even if it didn't show up on that day, I still woke up with that same spirit, that same excitement, the same vision, right? Of getting that check. And I got a check. And this is like, I'm telling you, it was some refund or some, it was something, something I did not apply for or anything like that. But I got sent a check in the mail and it covered my gas. <laughs> So when I tell you to claim it with confidence, I really, really mean it. This is just one more story I want to share with you all because this goes along with it. This goes along with the theme of the episode. But for those of you who have been connected with me, you'll see that I have meditations on Insight Timer. And when I submitted it, I was talking to a friend and I was telling her like, yeah, I just submitted my meditations you know, they'll probably be ready for people to listen to in like six months. Because the last time I had done that process with Insight Timer, the process took literally six months for them to approve the meditations. I was doing it for someone else. And the process took literally six months. I forgot that we even submitted those. And so I was like, yeah, they'll be available at the end of the year. Like I know people need them now with all the stuff happening with the coronavirus, but they'll be available at the end of the year. I submitted it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw this out there. And it was like a Wednesday 
I was like, you know what? They're going to be up by next Tuesday. I'm not even going to say that. They're going to be available in six months. I'm like, girl, these, these meditations will be available on Tuesday. And that, so that was Wednesday. They got approved and they were posted onto the Insight website by Friday. So two days. <laughs> and I'm over here at first talking about six months, but within two days they got posted. And then over that weekend, I think it was like that Saturday or that Sunday, I got an email saying that one of them, the grief one, was a staff pick and it was put onto the main Insight Timer website for everyone to view. I mean, millions. I think Insight Timer has like 8 million people on there. Millions of people to view. And I was just like, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, oh my gosh, this is wild. But then I'm like, I created this and I spoke it too. So I got into that energy of gratitude and just like being so thankful. But that was really cool. And that was just like another example of what happens when you really just confidently say something is going to come your way. It does. It does. It does. It does. It's just, I have so many stories and I'm trying to like really not drag this podcast episode out, but I want you to know that with all of this, we can only receive to the degree that we believe something is for us. So really note that and allow that to settle and marinate into your system. We can only receive to the degree that we believe. We can only receive to the degree that we believe. And so when you believe in your vision and when you generate the energy around it and when you claim it and when you pray on it and you ask your guides to come through and help you out, help you to open doors and ask them to remove any obstacles and ask them for opportunities to make it possible and just be like, thank you in advance. I already know it's coming. So thank you in advance. When you really get confident in that, stuff like that works. You get random checks in the mail. You get approvals in two days. You get put on a page in front of 8 million people because you generated that energy. So step one, create the vision. Step two, create the energy. Step three, claim it with confidence. Also calling your guides, calling your guides for all this. And step four is surrender to the how and take action in the now. And so this is the part that feels a bit counterintuitive to say, but I'm going to break it down for y'all because when I would hear people say like, oh, just surrender and let it flow, I'd just be like rolling my eyes at that so hard <laughs> because I am, I don't know, I just didn't believe it because I'm very much the person who needs to try things out before truly believing it. Like I said, I'm a doubter through and through, but I know what works for me which is what I want to share to you so it can work in your lives. And then you can decide what's going on. But coming back, I just needed to work through that. And I truly believe that when we surrender to the how and we take action to the now, it allows the natural forces of life to be at work. You know, it's like this flow back and forth. It's, it's like the tide of an ocean, right? It's like where you take action and then you surrender and then you take the action and you force, not force, you take the action and you move and then you surrender. And the more you do that, the more closer you get to what you want. You're in that natural ebb and flow. So it's like, yeah, you need to plan. You know, you need to get in the mindset of who you need to be in order to have what you desire. 
you need to have that. So it's like, if you want a new house, boom, you need to visualize the type of house you want. Boom. You need to go check them out. You need to go pull in that energy, right? Go to those houses. There was a time where I was going to Manhattan Beach all the time viewing open houses because I wanted to feel what it was going to feel like when I lived there. I was generating energy. I was checking out the homes. I was seeing the floor plans I liked. I mean, I was really putting myself in the environment, right? The people, the realtors, some of the realtors knew me at one point. They're like, oh, hey, she back again. But that's how often I would go because I needed to feel that. I needed that fuel. Going to view the house, you're visualizing the house that you want. You're checking them out, pulling in that energy, claiming what's yours while feeling into the energy of it. And then when you look at the price point, you need to then become the person who can make the money to support the home. Because the home can come to you, and this goes with anything, anything can come to you. But if you are not the person who can sustain that yet, it's going to go as quickly as it came. And this is the part that a lot of people get afraid of. And sometimes, a lot of times this happens subconsciously without us even knowing. So becoming the person who can handle that payment, becoming the person who is already taking care of their home in a loving way because they're preparing for their future home and the love that they're going to pour into that home. You know, and you're, you're continually stacking and feeling into that desire. And it's like, before you know it, you'll be blessed with the home because you're connected to that energy. Now, I don't live in Manhattan Beach <laughs> because I just, that's just not a place for me, right? And that's the part that you experiment with. That's just not a place for me. And I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I'm not that person yet who earns the type of salary to be able to sustain a home out there. Not yet. But you best believe I'm becoming that person. So this actually, this the home wasn't my situation, but it was a friend of mine's where she was viewing homes. And shout out to her because I know she listens. Hey, girl, hey. But she was viewing homes with her family. And I know one time I called her and she was just saying how she just went and viewed a home. And I was like, oh, did you get into the energy of it? Was it exciting? Da, 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 da. And she was like, girl, I was all up in that bathtub just visioning, visioning what it's going to be like <laughs> to take a bath. She was like, I was in the kitchen just seeing myself cook. And like she was bringing her energy to this home and she got it she got the keys so that was like super exciting to hear for me it was just like a testament right of what we need to do and so like when we surrender to how it's going to happen and we take action in the now by by taking action the now it's becoming intentional it's creating that action plan it's Paying attention to the person that you need to be and really thinking from that mindset. How would this person think? How would this person move? If this is the house or whatever I want, what are the things that I know that I can do now in order to work toward that? So if you have the vision, you have the goal, and you just want to work backwards from that. And I know that I've spoke about this. I feel like I speak about this all the time on the podcast. It's because I truly, truly believe in it. When you release the overwhelm of not being there yet and you really focus on the daily intentional steps that you can take to eventually get you there, you're going to get that shit. You're going to so get that shit. 
So I'm just going to tell you all about my car. So right now I have a car that's a 2018. Before that, I was driving a 2006 Volkswagen Passat, which I fucking love that car. I would have that car all over again. I actually wanted to buy another Passat, but I don't like the new versions of them. But I drove this car and I knew that I wanted a new car. And the new car that I knew that I wanted was the Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT. And so I put it on my vision board. I was like, yeah, y'all, this is going to be my car. I was like talking about it all the time. I also knew at that, like way back then, I don't, I don't know if I knew what I was doing, but no, I knew what I was doing, but I really started taking care of my facade. I was getting it cleaned. I was making sure the inside was clean. I was making sure there was gas in it, oil change, all the things. I really started taking care of that car because that car had took a beat down. And so I was taking care of what I already had and expressing gratitude for it. And then also being like, oh man, I'm gonna have this new car. And I didn't know when, I just was putting it out there. You know, I didn't know when, I was just putting it out there. One day I got up to take my kid to school. And so to get him to school, I have to drive a couple of freeways. I get him to school, I drop him off, and then I'm going to find a cafe to work at. And so as soon as I come out of the neighborhood where his school is at, I make a turn to get on the main street and the car literally just shuts off. Like lights, boom, everything shuts off. The steering wheel gets stiff. I mean, I can't do anything. So I started to panic, right? Because I'm in the middle of a busy ass street. Luckily, at the time, there was no one coming up behind me but I seen the far light start to turn green. So they were going to come eventually. So I'm in the car, nervous as fuck. (laughs) Nervous. The car is really just rolling off its own momentum. I can't hardly stir because the steering wheel is locked up. Couldn't roll a window down because everything was automatic. Couldn't do anything. So I click on my hazard lights. And I'm like, man, I hope these people see me. I hope they don't run up on me. And I keep rolling because luckily there's a park right there. And so I was like, okay, this is the quickest solution. I'm going to just pull into this park. And so I had enough momentum from the car to turn and pull into the park. And I kid y'all not, I parked perfectly in a parking spot. By the time the car stopped, like I didn't even have to push the brakes or anything. Like the car just rolled up in the parking spot and stopped. And so, you know, I called my dude and everything and I told him the situation. And um, he was at work, couldn't come because he's the one who had the AAA and stuff. And so I just left the car. I parked the car. I was like, well, I'm safe. Thankfully, like it was literally the scene out of a movie, how perfect it was. I can't describe how perfect that situation was. It's so wild. But I parked the car and then I got out, locked it and everything, and actually took the Uber to the cafe because I got to (laughs) work. I work and then I was able to come back, get the car with AAA, get it dropped off at the house. And then I was like, all right, well, I ain't got a car, so what's up with this new one? When is it coming? But I had to wait on that, right, because of finances. And so I had to drive another car for a couple of 
I think it was like a couple months, I drove another car and I went to the dealership and got the new car. And it's not a Jeep, but it's a car that I absolutely love. And it was brand new off the lot. Long story short, I got the new car. (laughs) You know, long story short, I got, I was able to be able to get a new car. It wasn't the one that I wanted because I went to test drive the SR, the, the SRTs and stuff. And I was just like, it just wasn't for me. Another situation where like I wanted something and then when I really got to it, I was like, ah, oh, nah, I can't really see this happening right now. So I didn't get that one because like that, like a used, I don't know, that's just going too far into the story, but <laughs> got the new car, super grateful, was able to bless and release the old one was able to have a car in the middle of that transition. So I was still able to keep moving, keep going, getting my kids to school, you know, keep doing all of that stuff. And I got the new car. Then I also am able to pay for the car every month. So just a testament, right, to vision, energy, claiming with confidence and surrendering to the how and taking action in the now. So with this last piece, I'm just really want you to focus on the things that you can do in the meantime as you're calling in the things that you want. What Break it down. Break your goal down into the smallest, easiest, tangible step and start there. That's it, y'all. <laughs> and that is it. I'm just going to run through them one more time. The foundation of manifestation, the seeds of manifestation, right? You want to sow these four seeds, connect to your vision. Number one, generate energy around your vision. Number two, claim it with confidence. Number three, and then finally surrender to the how and take action in the now and you will get what is meant for you. If you have a vision for it, it is already fucking yours. And I can tell you stories till the cows come home, y'all, about how I've seen this play out in my own life. And I really encourage you to work with that energy, work with your magic, work with your magic and trust yourself, even when it feels uncertain, even when it feels scary, even when it feels like, oh, this doesn't happen for me. This happens for so-and-so. Fuck that. Fuck all that. I'm telling you, as your auntie BFF. Fuck all of that. If you vision it, it is for you. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode, y'all. We will catch you next time for another episode. Take care.